This is our devotional commentary for Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these forty years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that, as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper, and you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his rules and his statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you, through the great and terrifying wilderness, with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water, who brought you water out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna that your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and test you to do you good in the end. Beware, lest you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. And if you forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish. Like the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you, so shall you perish, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. The wilderness years were hard. Four decades is a long time to wander about with no permanent home or steady income. At one level, this experience was a punishment for Israel's rebellion against the Lord. At another level, It was a test. 
God had humbled them during these years in order to know what was in their heart, whether they would keep his commandments or not. Of course, God already knew, but he wanted them to produce evidence. Most of us have probably never truly experienced hunger, at least not in the sense of wondering where our next meal would come from. But more than likely, we have been humbled at some point by facing a need that exceeded our resources. It may have been a health challenge or a strained relationship. God humbled Israel by allowing them to face physical hunger, the most basic need of humanity. He could have given them everything they needed and more before they even bothered to ask. Instead, he let their stomachs growl heard their prayers, and provided manna from heaven. The purpose, he says, was to teach them that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. In utter dependence on God, they learned to trust his life-giving word and look to him for their daily supply. It's not always flashy. Sometimes God may simply keep our old shoes from wearing out. But the whole process is part of the Father's loving discipline, all with good purposes. We may wish to protest that such discipline is not really necessary, but God knows that we are all prone to pride and forgetfulness. We appreciate the good gifts God provides, but sometimes the gifts mean more to us than the giver. At some point, our hearts turn away from him to become idolatrous. The Lord is bringing Israel into a bountiful land. There will be no shortage of water, crops, or minerals. They will be fully satisfied, lacking nothing. Even after those 40 years of discipline, the spiritual dangers will be great. Once they are settled in the promised land, enjoying considerable wealth, will they still acknowledge that they do not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord? The greater our wealth, the greater our temptation to become arrogant, crediting ourselves for the blessings we enjoy. We may conveniently forget that even the ability to work is a gracious gift from God. If deprivation is a test, abundance may be an even greater test. Take care, lest you forget the Lord your God. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.